episode of the Larry's Pop Pod. I'm Chris Larry. And I'm Amelia Larry. And boy, has the world changed since we did our last episode, which, let us just say, we're sorry we haven't done an episode in a while. You know, life happens on many different levels. But here we are, uh, and this begins our series of podcasts, probably, um, you know, Diaries uh, from Self-Isolation, part one. It's a wild time. It's a weird time. How you doing, Amelia? Um, I'm good. I'm just kind of stuck in four walls, which I do not like, um, but I can deal, and I'm trying, and it's very hard, and I never thought I was going to ever experience this in my life, but I am, and we're here, so. So what, it, what, how has it been like to experience? Tell me a little bit about what your experience is like. It's weird, like, so we live in New York City. We're not there now, we're in um, upstate New York, but in New York City is the wor- one of the worst places in the world right now. So it's really scary. And we're just a two-hour drive from there. So, like, yeah, it's really scary. And the numbers that scare you every day and, like, the little notifications on phones and stuff like that. And so, yeah, that's kind of freaky. But um, all in all, it's just the best thing you can do is stay inside. And what? how has your life changed? What's the new normal for you? Well, I don't go to school. Well. Yeah. You go to school. Well, I go to school on a computer, and I don't take, like, my transportation anymore, and we're in the middle, you know, of the forest and not in the city anymore. So it's changed a lot. What are the new routines that you have? What are the ways in which you're dealing with this in a positive way? Well, my teachers, we have, it's, like, very scheduled. So um, every, I just, it just... I just involve myself with my work and just kind of melt into the homework and the classwork that I'm getting. And that just kind of takes my mind off of it for a while. And then when I'm not in school and I don't have any work, I just kind of do what I like. So like um, read books and watch TV and pop culture, which is what this podcast is about. (laughs) That's true. What are some ways, you know, you, you, you're an only child, so you don't have any siblings to hang out with, and you can't really hang out with other kids right now, or your friends, or even rando other kids. What are some ways in which you've, what are some things and ways in which you've done to keep connected with your friends, and kind of keep playing, and keep socializing? Well, um, we, so we uh, FaceTime, like, a lot especially when on the weekends or when we don't have school and we'll FaceTime and we play um, games online. And a lot of the games you can play as a team. So we play this game called Splix.io and you can play as a team and it's just basically like you just kind of connect dots. And um, it's easy and fun and we FaceTime each other and we're like, oh no, we I just died. Oh no, we're first. Oh my gosh, yay. And so that's been really fun. Yeah, it's really interesting to see your setup because you it's almost like you have your phones on FaceTime, right? So you're seeing and interacting and talking, but and then you're playing the game as a team. Is that right? Yeah. What are some other games you've been playing that way? That's it? We only do splinks. <laughs> well, we'll put the link to that game in the show notes. So if uh, you want to play that game... Or play that game with friends. It's a good one to play with friends, right? Yeah, it's a really good one. And also me and um, movie guy Nico have been playing that game. And we'll 
FaceTime and I'll like email him the link and he'll get it and like we'll play and then like we have a team name and like each individual names and we're really excited and when we get really big and yeah it's super fun to play together being miles away from each other. Yeah so we're doing you know we're doing a lot of things we're going on more uh, family hikes which is something we already like to do but now we're doing that even more and we're just we're just surviving, right? I mean, this is a bizarre time, a sad time, a scary time, but we're we're trying to make the best of it where we where we can. It's funny sometimes in the middle of the week you'll have Amelia, you'll be on video meetings. Uh, executive producer Mary Moyer will be doing video meetings and calls, and I'll be on video meetings and calls, and like we're all sort of doing the same thing from separate rooms. Yeah, and like sometimes I'm like I know that I have to get on the mic soon because we're all supposed to be muted. And then, like, I hear my mom get on the phone, and I'm like, oh, no. And then and then she's like, yeah, hi. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And so then when I do it, I'm like, just please get a break, get a break. And then she stops talking for the minute I do it, and it's kind of funny to see how that plays out. <laughs> so um, we'll be doing more podcasts. We, are we committing to making sure we're a little bit more regular here? And kind yeah, of I our- think we'll do an update. Every week. Yeah, we'll try to. Even if they're short, you know, check in on our isolationist diaries and what, what is filling our uh, pop culture time. Uh, we did one of the one of the problems about not having recorded in a while is we actually didn't get to release our last uh, Jam Jams playlist. What number were we on? Eight, I'm pretty sure. Eight? Yeah. I don't know if it's that much. Oh, you're right. It actually is Jam Jams 8. It's live now on Spotify. We'll put the link into the show notes so you have it, and well as links to all of our past playlists. We got a lot of good playlists now. But this one, what's wild to think about is we started this making this playlist in the summer, right? Yeah, we finished around um, September, and like then we just got all caught up, and we never actually recorded... One and those jam jams are one of our most liked ones, and also they're the one that we worked the hardest on. So we kind of forgot about that, but the music is still there, and you can still listen to it. So go listen to it. Yeah, it's it it has kind of a summer and fall vibe. It's got a lot of kind of classic rock, but it does um, have some some new jams by Declan McKenna and Taylor Swift, as long as stuff like the MC5 and the Go-Go's. So it's a, it's a pretty wide-ranging playlist. It's it's a really kind of a, a rocker in a way, in all ways you can, you can define that. So go check it out, Jam Jams 8, and we are already working on Jam Jams 9. What do you think our theme's going to be for Jam Jams 9? I think our theme for Jam Jams 9 is going to be like quarantine, what we're listening to in quarantine. And um, uh, what's good is that about that is that I am just listening to a playlist that I combined over and over and over while I work and just kind of relaxing to know like, oh, I love this song. Oh, I don't like this song. I'm going to skip it for now. And like, yeah, so those, you'll see some of those songs in there and that'll be really cool. Yeah, so we're working on a kind of uh, isolation vibes playlist that we'll get up there that we'll work on soon and maybe we'll get that done a little faster and get a proper show about that one when we do yeah and then we were planning that our jam jams 10 would be a max volume right every song ever all of our jam jams so that will be really cool once we finish the quarantine playlist right and that means that's easy to do so maybe we'll get two playlists out uh and shows about that quicker so there's an update on playlist please check it out 
you know, rock on with it. There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of things that spoke to our experiences uh, over the last, really, 10 months, like seeing John Fogarty and just sort of rocking out Woodstock 50, plus a lot of, like, jams that we were just totally into. Um, so do that. Now, Amelia and I are going to... We don't know each other's lists, but we have top five things each of, of pop culture-related things that are helping us get through this uh, social distancing, this isolation, this uh, COVID-19, the era of COVID-19. And we're going to kind of go from five to one and trade back and forth. So, Amelia, why don't you give me what your number five is? Okay, so my number five is a show I've been watching on Netflix that is, um, since there wasn't a lot of new things coming out for kids lately, there was this one called The Expanding Universe of Ashley Garcia, and it's kind of cheesy, but that's kind of what I like about it. And, um, it, it, it basically, she's like a super smart girl who moves to California with her uncle to work at, um, it's called JPL, I think it's a program by NASA, and she, like, <laughs> she graduated high school in a weekend, which is crazy. In a weekend? In a weekend. And she graduated college, or she started college when she was nine. So, and it's kind of um, an inter- an interesting story about how she looks back and, like, like I never got to be a child. So then, like, she's kind of living her life as she has a job making robots for Mars. Okay, so what was the name of that again? The Expanding Universe of Ashley Garcia. And is this season one you're watching? Yeah. All right, and you can find that on Netflix. Netflix. All right, well, there's Amelia's number five. My number five is actually via social media, via text. A lot of people, since they have time on their hands, are posting stuff from our pasts. Pictures, images, uh, interesting stories, and so... On a variety of text chains, uh, especially on Instagram and Facebook, a lot of people in my network have been, like, posting pictures from concerts and bands that we saw, like, sometimes 20, 25 years ago. Pictures of different things that um, friends and I did, going to football games or going to other cities to see concerts. And so there's this kind of great graphics image-based sharing of all the stuff that, like, stuff from my pop cultural past. And it's been fun just to have some of these people go into their own archives and with time and just start sharing those things out. A lot of people talking about like what records they're playing playing right now. I'm already part of a lot of record groups that kind of share that. So that's that's really ramped up and people talking about what they're listening to. So my pop cultural thing is just that with time on people's hands, I'm getting to relive a lot of memories and be reminded of things that I used to, to love or that we experienced and, and kind of reconnect with friends or reconnect with friends about these experiences. So that's been something that I've I've really enjoyed. It's been kind of the greatest hits of my pop cultural past. So that's my number five. All right, Amelia, what's your number four? So my number four is a book that I just finished. It's called Furthermore. Um, it's a fantasy book, and it's really – I really love it. Um is basically about this like other world called Farinwood, and she uh, she there's this girl Alice, and everyone is born with color. So like some people have like green hair and like blue skin, um, and if you have colors, it means you have magic. And she was born white hair, white skin, and so everyone thought that she was didn't have magic. And this boy, and then her father um, ran 
uh, went away, and she didn't know where she was, and her father was her only supporter. And so then this boy comes up to her, and they have, um, is like, come on this adventure with me. And she's like, why? And he's like, because I know where your father is. And so they go find her father, and it's um, a really great journey, and I really love the book. It was um, a pretty good time passer for quarantine. All right. So what was the name of the book again? Furthermore. And the author? You don't remember at the top of your head? We'll put nope. it in the show notes. You'll get you, In the show notes, you can find all these details about stuff that we're doing so you can get into it or investigate it on your own. So don't worry if we don't get it right here. Um, exactly right. Is it a book one? Yes. And I think the second book is called Witchwood. Okay. Well, you'll be reading that at some point. Um, my number four is actually with with musicians and artists not being able to do concerts and tour and uh, DJs not being able to be in clubs, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there are a lot of people doing online performances, both recorded and live. And so I've been really getting into uh, people going on like Instagram live and performing this uh this guy is a, a is a performer in, in Nashville, Tennessee, and is a friend of mine and a former bandmate named uh, Heath Haynes. He goes by DJ Dad Rock sometimes. Uh, he's been doing nightly performances from his living room, sometimes acoustic, sometimes le- electric, and you can you can you can put in requests. That's super fun. Um, there's a another guy that in my past life is a rock and roller I knew, and uh, DJ Josh Styles, and and he's doing live DJ mixes on Instagram Live. The Willie Big Willie Nelson concert went online. Uh, Metallica is reposting old old concert videos. I think Metallica Mondays it's called. So there's just all this great music content that's either live or recorded that day or are from the archives, and so. There's if you want to connect with some of your artists, uh, they're doing great stuff. In fact, uh, one of our household's favorites in terms of new artists is this artist Declan McKenna is doing a lot of interesting things. Recorded like this crazy video at his home that's coming out, and he's kind of jumping into TikTok. So a lot of these artists that you might have gone to see perform or in some ways um, uh, you didn't know about or didn't that you couldn't see them or experience them. They're figuring out how to connect with fans, perform for fans online. And that's, that's actually really exciting. Um, okay. So my number three is podcasts. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts while I do things because it's just kind of like audible that you don't have to pay for. So if you have iOS, then you have the um, Apple Podcasts, and you have basically any access to any podcast. And if you have Spotify, there are many podcasts on here, too, um, on there. I don't know about Androids, but I do know that you can get some on Spotify. Um, And so one of the podcasts I've been listening to is called This Is Love, and it's really good. um, I've only listened to one, but I was instantly loving it, and it's... um, it was about a town in Italy where uh, violins were made. Um, and the, the musical instrument, right? Yeah. Violins. It sounds violins. like violins sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the violins were getting old, and the people in town were notified that they wouldn't necessarily hear all these sounds that they, they were hearing forever. So they decided to record it. So when they tried to record it, it was way too loud. So they had 
for five weeks, the whole town had to be quiet. And so it's basically about how that went and how they got that recording, which is really cool. And then another podcast I've been listening to, which is kind of adult, is um, This American Life. And I really like that podcast because it just kind of, it just kind of, it just brings out really interesting stories and they have a lot of episodes. And then the last one is Heavyweight and that's a podcast about bringing people together and, and it has a quarantine episode and I am loving that podcast right now. So if you, you can check those out and if you have any podcast um, recommendations, then tell us. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And podcasts are definitely, I don't have it on my list, but it's only because I'm almost always listening to podcasts anyway. And it's kind of sad we haven't been able to listen to, we usually listen to Reply All, probably our favorite joint podcast, right? Yeah, and it's a car podcast. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> I've been in the car. We save them up for the car. So we may have to, we may have to break that rule a little bit. But yeah, podcasts. And again, all the stuff will be in the show notes. So you can get direct links to any of the stuff that interests you. My third one is reading in general, and then I'll talk about some of that in specifics. I have really tried to dedicate myself over the last year and a half to reading more. I love reading. I've always been a big reader, but I kind of noticed that I've fallen out of it. It's too much TV, not enough time, um, you know, maybe a lack of discipline. So I've been using Goodreads, um, and I'll put my, if anyone wants to follow me. I'll put that link in there. Um, as a motivational tool, they have their, they have your yearly goals. And so I set my yearly goals and that, that helps to motivate me. And, uh, and also we went to this great independent bookseller in Narrowsburg, uh, Narrowsburg, New York called One Grand Books. And they're doing awesome work in terms of being able to buy stuff virtually and being really responsible, having only one person in at a time. And I went and loaded up on books uh, for us. So we are no shortage of books. And I just uh, finished a, a, a book called Songbook by uh, the writer Nick Hornsby. He's normally a fiction writer, but he also does essays and nonfiction. And this is basically, he picks, I think, something like 30 songs and, and a handful of albums and basically writes essays about why those songs are important to him. Um, it was a little bit dated, but uh, I really enjoyed reading it. And so I can't wait to do, to do more reading. I can't wait to jump into, uh, more books. I also just finished the third bot third, the science fiction novel, the third body problem, um, for a book club I'm in. So I've really been really trying to turn off screens cause I'm, we're on screens all the time and really open a book more. And I was already motivated to do that. And this is actually motivating me to do it more and I'm really enjoying it. So that's my number three. Um, so my uh, number second is an artist that I've been listening to um, because music is really big right now. And like on Spotify, I've been just listening so much. So her name, I hope that I'm pronouncing this right, is Bani. It's all in capitals. And she, one of her songs is actually featured on the Larry's Pop Pod 8. And I just kind of got into her. So first... I, I found her out first, you know, and we had her on the podcast, not on the podcast, on the, uh, the, uh, playlist. playlist and, and then there was a dance on TikTok. So then I, I decided to revisit the song. So I revisited the song and then I was like, I'm going to check her out. So I checked her out and I, um, 
I really liked the songs, and so I just added like a bunch to my playlist, and I've been listening to those specifically on repeat, and so that's been really enjoyable for me. It's, I think, yeah, I think it's Benet. It's B-E, all caps, B-E-N-E-E. And the song on Jam Jam's 8 is called Super Lonely. Uh, and I suspect there'll probably be a Benet song on Jam Jam's 9, I'm guessing. Yep. Uh, so you can you can get up on uh, Benet, and if we're saying it wrong, we apologize. Um, and you discovered this on TikTok, I assume, originally? Well, we actually had it on the playlist first, and then How did there we was discover a dance. to get on the playlist? Was it new? New release Friday, which we also haven't done because we haven't been in the car. Yes, another <laughs> thing with not being in the car as much, uh, we haven't been. Uh, which is funny because when we listen to New Release Friday on Spotify, I'd say we we probably n- next about seventy five percent. Yeah, of the songs. and then there's like jams. there's like three songs. We're like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, a couple pretty good songs. But, yeah, the, the high degree of uh, garbage on that. <laughs> All right, my number two is actually a little bit sad. So um, given the coronavirus, uh, you know, it's taken a number of musicians and artists or they've either gotten sick or passed away. And one is uh, this musician and songwriter, Adam Schlesinger. And uh, he's had a, a, an amazing, well, had amazing his career. Uh, he's actually almost an EGOT. He's halfway to EGOT, and he's been nominated for each one so that's emmys grammys oscars and tonys and he's got a grammy and an he had a grammy and an emmy um and so that just shows you how much this guy has written and be involved in music he's done everything from scored television shows broadway plays commercials uh he wrote the song that thing you do for the tom hanks movie um which you should watch that's that's one thing we we'll, we'll we'll watch that thing you do and maybe you could we'll review that because I think you would like that movie a lot actually, and he was also his main thing or not main thing but a main thing for him was this band Fountains of Wayne who I've always loved now going back to the late nineties power pop group uh, they had a huge hit with the song Stacy's Mom but mostly they were you know quote unquote alternative uh, alternative band and. Since he passed last week, I've just been listening to a ton of Fountains of Wayne um, and just kind of revisiting how many of their songs and albums that I love. I I can also say that I can pretty much guarantee there'll be some Fountains of Wayne on our next playlist. Um, You know, we usually celebrate the artists that we like who have passed away in general on the playlist. And so I could also expect some Bill Withers um, and some others on the playlist as well. So revisiting the the catalog of Fountains of Wayne has unfortunately been one of my, well, fortunately and unfortunately, been one of my uh, pop culture uh, things that I've done here in in isolation. All right, Amelia, are we up to your number one? Yes. So number one, the big one. Yay. Okay. Um, So basically, we all want to be social right now with maybe other people other than our families, like our coworkers or our friends, and maybe even extended families. So I was doing, I have been doing this with my friends. We did, we watched one movie, and basically it's called Netflix Party. So you get to watch a movie with your friends, and it syncs it. So if one person pauses it, it pauses for everyone. If one person goes to a timestamp, it goes for there for everyone, and it just kind of feels like you're all watching a movie together. Um, so basically, I'll just give you a quick rundown on how to do it. You download the Chrome extension on your computer, and then um, one person has to open Netflix, um, click that, start a party, and email it to 
all the people you want or text it. And then those people will click the link, click that little NP sign, and a little chat bar shouldn't come should come up. And if it doesn't, you just kind of try it again. And that's been really fun because it's just kind of watching TV with your friends when while you're miles away, but you feel like you're there together. And that's been really cool. I did one Netflix party with my friends from school, um, and I. And I did another Netflix party with uh, Movie Guy Nico, and we watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which was fun because he never saw that. So Yeah, you've seen it once before, right? Yep. And what was the movie you watched with uh, your girlfriends from school? I watched um, To All the Boys I Loved Before, and then we maybe do, we're maybe, maybe thinking of doing another one and doing the second one. So you can do a bunch of, like, the whole sequels of movies. Nice. That's a good one. And another way that you've been staying social with your friends, right? Yeah. So that's important on a couple levels. And again, like a broken record, all these things will be in the show notes, including things like the Chrome extension for Netflix Party. So you can go right to the show notes and get direct links if you want to investigate some of this stuff further. Uh, mine isn't necessarily, my number one isn't necessarily appropriate for for kids. Um And that is, but that is HBO's uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David's uh, sitcom. It started before the virus uh, really came in and affected everyone's lives, but it went through that. And it just they just wrapped their their season uh, a couple weeks ago. By the time you hear this, and quite frankly, a lot of TV hasn't been exciting to me right now. Even stuff that I love, I'm finding a hard time getting into it. Or new shows, I'm having a hard time getting into. There's something that just hasn't been that satisfactory to me about watching TV, which is very strange for me because I love TV. Um, I love high-quality TV, as we've talked about many times on the show. But Kirby Enthusiasm really, it helped me escape. It made me laugh. It made me think about the world in, in kind of a more humorous and, and kind of satirical way. And it was it was escapism for me. So I really enjoyed... I really enjoyed this past season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And that was after I didn't actually... The comeback season for that show was the, was the previous season. And I, I actually didn't really enjoy that. I thought maybe, okay, maybe the show shouldn't come back and this, that, and the other thing. But this new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm is just amazing and really was the pop cultural thing that I needed from these last uh, four to six weeks. All right, so one thing you want to talk about, we want to talk about, because this is something that we, a pop cultural thing that we've both been enjoying, and uh, and this includes executive producer uh, Mary Moyer, is we have been binging. We started this way before coronavirus, yeah. but we've been binging all seasons of Gilmore Girls, starring, starting with episode one, season one, and we are, what season are we on now? We are on season five around episode, I think, like 12. And this is, when this show aired, I think, on the CW, the WB, I can't even remember now. Uh, episode Seasons of, of TV were like, how many episodes are it? Like 26 or 24? Because there's like 25 episodes in each season. And let me just remind you, there are seven seasons. Plus the Plus the, the Netflix, Netflix remake. Yeah. Well, not a remake. It's a continuation. Or, yeah, continuation. Which we will watch. We will consider yeah. that we'll consider watching through those the full run. So that's a lot of content. Um, and uh, and also, executive producer Mary and I have also been ke- catching up on Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon, which is also 
uh, Amy Sherman and Daniel Palladino, husband and wife team. So we've been we've been uh, mainlining Palladino content here uh, in in isolation. But what are you liking about Gilmore Girls? Why do you think it's captured uh, your imagination and been so fascinating for Mary and I to rewatch? I think it's just it's just kind of honest. Like a lot of TV shows, just kind of if it's a lifestyle are not really true. Like a lot of people think that like um, you don't get any like work in college. It's just all fun and a breeze from movies or you know high school's amazing. But you never ever like really think about like how you have to study for the SATs or how there's big tests and big projects and big papers. And I think that this show shows that and it shows the humanity and how it's just realism. And I really like that. Hmm. So the, the realism, what parts, what, what are some of the storylines that really resonate with you in terms of the realism? Well, I really... I can't give any spoilers, so I'm just going to say I really like how Rory is at school. I think that's a really interesting, um, the way she has different relationships with people and the way she acts and the way, like, she is so devastated by a little thing but then can do, like, some of this crazy stuff easily and doesn't pay attention to that. But, like, it's just it just seems like what she is what a real person would do. And so I really like that. And then Lorelai, she's just super funny. And Lauren Graham, she does a great job of playing her. Um, And I like her kind of in the in business. Oh, of the in. Yeah. And then she's in business, but she runs an in uh, as her job, both working for an in and then eventually... Oh, okay. No spoilers. So... Yeah, I love Gilmore Girls when it's it, it in its original run. I think it's one of my all-time favorite TV shows. It's been really exciting to introduce it to you, and it's been really exciting for executive producer Mary and I to revisit it. One fascinating thing is just some things that are so dated, like talking about technology, and like for the first couple of seasons they use pagers. It's, uh, some of the obviously the cultural references, which is the show is known for, some of them are dated. They were, they were pretty obscure even at the time. So that's really fun. You see a lot of young actors that show up that later went on to have bigger careers like kind of drop in at different times. So that's kind of fun to go back and re- revisit. And one thing, how, how does watching this much Rory, right? Because we're, you know, uh, affected your, your identity of yourself as a student. I mean, it's just kind of, it's weird, like, you're sitting on the couch watching TV or sitting in your bed, so it, it doesn't make you really motivated. But I think her character makes me motivated because um, she studies so much, she reads so much, she tries to get good scores, and eventually she gets into an Ivy League college. So I think that I that kind of motivates me to pay attention and not, like, not just take um, schoolwork as something that's annoying what's your who is your favorite weird stars hollow town character kirk all the way kirk kirk Kirk. (laughs) why why do you love about kirk um he just like they literally said why does kirk want another job he has 43 jobs like he is he's literally every job and then while he has that much work he's like lorelei can i have a job and i'm like what and also how much money is he getting if he has 43 jobs 
Yeah, that, that his rotating stars hollow jobs is definitely a, a funny running gag of the show. I'd say mine is Miss Patty. I love that character. I love her her bodiness. I love that she's got all these stories. I love that you know she's constantly wanting to perform. I love her role as the town gossip. Uh, the I've been really enjoying. I'm not sure if I fully like enjoyed the character the first time around. So kind of like getting deeper into Miss Patty has been one of my favorite things about about the rewatch. So you know if you're looking for a show to to binge that has a lot of content, right? You're not gonna get through it very fast. Uh, we would we definitely watched, suggest Gilmore Girls. We watched like one or two episodes a night, and we started this before the coronavirus like was a thing. I think we started it right at the beginning of this year because we yeah. yeah we started it like in January, and we're on season five, which is pretty good. Yeah. So like it's it can last you a long time, especially in this quarantine. All right, so let's talk about a couple things. We're, 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 we're wrapping up. Um, well, what's one thing, what's one com- pop culture thing you're looking forward to, like, kind of getting into or doing next, considering that we got more more isolation time, more more social distancing time? So what are you looking forward to getting into? Um, well, what I was doing yesterday is I was just doing YouTube drawing, first for a school project, and then I went on to do it on my own. And, like, first I went to, like, here's how to draw this for a kid. And then I was like, you know, I don't I don't really want to watch these anymore. So I was like, how to do an intricate eye. And so I just did, like, a 50-minute video, and it took me, like, an hour, an hour and a half. And I did that, and I'm kind of looking forward to do more of those things because I have more time, and I want to be proud of, like, a work that's on paper and not on a screen, too, because you're – you're kind of focusing on what's in front of you. Yeah, it's a good example of using a screen, but yeah. not being on a screen at the same time. Um, and that's a great one. And also, I, I'm really proud of you for uh, submitting two pieces of writing to a Brooklyn Public Library uh, teen writing contest. So uh, we, we worked on that, and you got a, a, one poem and one one piece of prose in. We'll see. You know, I'm sure. You, you <laughs> probably, the chances are you probably won't win a prize, but it was yeah. still kind of cool to do, right? Yeah. Um, mine actually is something that we've been into and we've talked about in the past, but we're big Dungeons and Dragons fans. I have been all my life and we've got a running campaign with Movie Guy Nico and Movie Guy Nico's dad, Greg, and I've got some other dads out there in the ether that are maybe interested in joining or doing some stuff. Um, and it's actually very easy to play online, but I didn't have my books. And so Greg graciously sent my books up. So we're going to reboot the Dungeons and Dragons campaign, maybe even help a couple other people. Uh, I got all my resources now. So over the coming weeks, we'll probably start to play some more Dungeons and Dragons. So that's pretty exciting. Are you excited about that? Yeah, I am because um, those sessions can take up to three to four hours. So that will be a really good time passer. Yeah. So that's, uh, I'm going to be ramping up our D&D again now that I've got everything I need. And what's the website you use for that? It's it's called... uh, it's a website that lets you help you run the game. Um, Roll D20, I think it is. We'll put that link in. And I'm not sure if I'm going to use it or not yet. I have to sort of investigate. It might be even too complicated for, for what we do. I'm also wanting to run some Zoom uh, trivia contests. So if anyone's interested in that, stay tuned. We might be doing. I might be doing some of that. That could be fun as well. That's another idea that I've had. But 
we're almost at the end, but we wanted to really invite, you know, everyone's bored, everyone's trying to be creative, everyone wants to figure out new ways to connect and communicate. So we want to kind of invite kids and adults out there to send us your content. Tell us more about that, Amelia. Yeah, so um, how, like, if you noticed what we were doing is we we were talking about what we always talk about, like um, music, uh, writing. We talked a little bit of writing, uh, reading. And so you can write, like, a review of what you did or record it and send it in. If you write, we'll record, we'll, um, record it. And if you send in, like, a drawing or something like that, we can post it on our Instagram and we can talk about it on the podcast, which will be really cool and everyone's bored. So, and if you want to email us what you want, you have, want to submit, then email us at chrislarry. chrislarry33 at gmail.com. Yeah, so if you want to record a, a podcast and we'll play it, if you want to record something small and send it in, we'll play it. If you want to write something, take a picture, draw something, whatever creative content, we've got, we've got a platform, whether it's through the podcast or through our Instagram feed or our Facebook uh, we got all that stuff. We are happy to publish it, post it. So kids, adults, parents, educators, whoever, if you're listening to this out there in podcast land and you want to contribute, we'd love to start featuring some of your creative output. So you can, again, you can email us at chrislarry33 at gmail. You can uh, DM us or in some way reach out to us from um, the Larry's Pop, at the Larry's Pop Pod on Instagram. Um, always also the Larry's Pop Pod on uh, Facebook or my Twitter account is also at ChrisLarry33. Anything else on that, Amelia? Nope. We look forward to thinking about you being creative. One more thing to add is that if you have any questions at all, it could be about like what's happening in the world right now, what's happening for us, like what is our favorite color, it could be anything like that, email us and the email will be in the description and we just said it back there. And... We will read it and answer it, and we hopefully will get a bunch of questions that we can answer on the podcast. Yeah, so we'll do a, if we get enough questions, we'll do a mailbag episode. That could be really fun, so that's a good idea. Also, we're building Jam, as we talked about, we're building Jam Jams 9. So if you have songs, ideas, songs, suggestions, also send that to us and we'll get them onto the playlist. So we got lots of stuff coming up. We're hopefully to put out more podcasts and we'd love to feature some of your content however we can and get your ideas and your questions in. So, um, you know, we got nothing else to do. So we'll be putting out more podcasts over the coming weeks and months. And so with that, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>